Visit us at www.wcbn.org and listen to us via streaming MP3 or QuickTime. Well, <clears throat> good evening and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. The whereabouts of Muammar Gaddafi remain unknown, but apparently part of his family is now in Algeria. Who knows? He'll probably turn up uh, nightclubbing somewhere. Well, he used to travel He's a with wild a man. Entourage, yeah. caravan, apparently a buxom Italian uh, nurse. Maybe he'll turn up uh, selling items in the gift shop at the Ronald Reagan Memorial Library yeah. Museum. He was a great foil for Ronald Reagan, but a very interesting history uh, with America's. Uh, Situation and obviously one of the uh, side stories of the Gaddafi story is the dismissal of the criminal charges against DSK. If you uh, right. remember when uh, he was arrested, I uh, cautioned everybody. Looked like a setup. Looked like a setup. Reminded me a bit of the Duke lacrosse case and the infamous blue dot woman involved with the William Kennedy Smith case. This is not to say that Dominic Strauss-Kahn is not a scoundrel, but uh, certainly his political career as a potential presidential candidate next year running against Sarkozy uh, was eliminated. So this, to me, has an element of intelligence, an intelligence operation written all over it. And obviously the credibility of the witness is uh, neither here nor there at this point. Actually, there's some uh, word out of France that uh, his chances against Sarkozy now look quite good. Oh, yeah. The uh, French... Oh, he was unfairly charged. Yes, he was uh, only doing something with his pants. The Dreyfus case and whether or not there was a sexual encounter, whether it was consensual, I guess we'll never know. The uh, window of time struck me as uh, a little too brief. <laughs> Pardon the expression. Um, this could have been a setup, and uh, this uh, accuser, well, 
she may end up getting deported because obviously she has given so many false statements and contradictory statements that her credibility um, cannot be trusted. And alas, J. Edgar Hoover is dead. <laughs> he cannot save this uh, rotting case that's uh, withered on the vine. Hurricane, uh, that was the big story of the week. Plenty of uh, warning. And ironic that Vermont seems to be the state uh, most affected. Because once again, what's interesting about hurricanes is you get the idea of the eye of the storm and the wind, but it's actually the rain. If you will recall in the Katrina disaster, of course, it was the flooding in New Orleans. After the eye of the storm was long gone. After it was long gone, uh, problems with the uh, levee walls, the construction, et cetera, et cetera. We've even heard some conspiracy theories that they may have been deliberately breached. But it affected, if you'll recall, Trent Lott's uh, shoreline home in Mississippi, about 80 miles away. So these, the, the thing about this storm was how enormous it was, how much water it dumped. And uh, I think that it underscored once again uh, the infrastructure problem that we have in the United States. This seems to be one of the main problems, by the way, in Vermont. Some of the roads have literally washed away. Um, Vermont, more mountainous, and of course water, um, when it hits saturated ground, has to go somewhere. It's got to flow. Yeah, slope is going to uh, encounter gravity when the heaviness of water mm -hmm. pulls things down with it. There's nothing you can do. And as you mentioned, crumbling infrastructure, if our roads were routinely maintained, if bridges were secure, safe, and cleaned even on a regular basis... They're much more resilient, and they can withstand uh, these sort of natural e encounters with uh, storms. But, uh, you know, crumbling infrastructure, the word is crumbling. So, therefore, easy to wash away. Crumbling and an interesting uh, illustration, once again, of the role of government. Uh, Barack Obama has uh, certainly made some mistakes in his presidency, but he is a quick study. And he did not make the same mistakes that George Bush did. He returned from vacation early. He got FEMA actively involved in prepositioning um, FEMA resources in all the states that were uh, to be affected. And he allowed the governors to do their jobs, stayed involved, but not too involved, not, not, not the heavy hand of government. But the role of government uh, in, in these kinds of cases are crucial. And, of course, in New York City... Uh, people were evacuated from low-lying areas. The subways were shut down. Bloomberg, Mayor Bloomberg, Michael Bloomberg took a uh, very active role. And as usual, there's the usual Monday morning quarterbacking claiming that uh, people have overreacted. Uh, and I don't know that that's the case. I think that the reaction, we're fortunate that it, it turned into a Category 1, but this was an enormous band of water that dumped... Uh, anywhere between 6, 15 inches in some areas. To give you an idea, uh, Ann Arbor, on an average basis, yearly gets about 36 inches of precipitation, rain, snow, etc. cetera. Um, it's been a little wetter this year than normal, but um, 15, 16 inches, that's, uh, you know, that would be... In one go. In one go, that would give you an idea of infrastructure and the, and the capability of some... Um, 
of your urban pipes. Uh, just a couple of weeks ago, there was some very heavy rain in Pennsylvania, which is why the mayor of Philadelphia warned people uh, about saturated ground in that city. But this uh, area that was affected was Pittsburgh. And once again, there was so much water falling so fast, it blew off manhole covers, and the storm drains can't handle the flow of water. And these are the types of infrastructure changes, by the way, that we've seen here in the city of Ann Arbor uh, over the past uh, five years. Uh, in uh, addition to redoing the uh, Michigan football stadium, they redid the storm uh, drains on the uh, southwest side of Ann Arbor. A lot of people don't know that the highest spot in Ann Arbor is actually Pauline and Maple. Water flows downward, and there's so much pavement, which is an yep. additional problem with water. Uh, we have so many parking lots in the United States of America. That water's got to go somewhere. In the old days, it would drain into the farmland. Straight into the ground. Into the weeds, into the trees, etc. But uh, now it... Uh, tends to get into the urban uh, storm system, and if the pipes are not big enough, the manhole covers get blown off. And uh, you occasionally will see some bizarre picture. I think I saw something on a Keith Olbermann show once of a car in Montreal, Canada, of all places, that was parked directly over a manhole cover that blew the car up in the air. Wow. That's the force of the water. And it's the water... At the end of the day, uh, as usual, too much water, not enough water. These are paradoxes, and I'm going to use this uh, term frequently from uh, now on, the peridocracy. We talk about the moron Rick Perry. And let's give out a brain damage award to Michelle Bachman with respect to Irene. She claimed this was a message from God. Yeah, I mean, boy, what can you As say? Along about, with the yeah. earthquake. Right. In other words, that was another bizarre event that uh, came out of nowhere and uh, affected uh, much of the same area as the hurricane, all in the same week. Yeah, it's hard to know uh, how to respond to uh, somebody who expects to be taken seriously and making such ludicrous claims. Uh it's also a diminishing of God. If you truly believe in an omnipotent uh, divine uh, creator, do you really think that he micromanages this one pinprick mm -hmm. of, you know, uh, rock here on planet Earth and the vastness of all the great, you know, uh, expansive universe? Yes, I'm going to micromanage the wind so that it's a message for me to... No, that's not how God operates. God, as Einstein famously observed, doesn't play dice, and he also doesn't manipulate the weather. That's the uh, terrain of uh, James Bond supervillains. Mm -hmm. God does not send messages in the weather. And apparently he even occasionally creates planets made out of diamond. I don't know if you heard about that story, but that was a fascinating uh Story from the wor world of astronomy. I heard that the well, diamonds are here on Earth rising in value as gold takes a little bit of a decline. In fact, its biggest fall uh, in the history of the market, but still, it's it's way up there with the uncertainty of uh, the dollar, the euro, and of course the uh, crop futures on wheat. But apparently, yeah, there's high. a a planet. Uh, Something like 4,000 light years from Earth that's pretty much pure diamond. And that's where Dick Cheney has his vacation home. Yes, you and the mini-me. 
it can do his little wheelchair and he'll be blasting off soon. I mean, the mini-me, George Bush, uh, W. I saw him last night on television. He was actually at a baseball game. (laughs) Oh. Well, speaking of Dick Cheney, he's got a book coming out. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Promises uh, to rewrite history. Promises to explode heads is what he's saying, that people in Washington are going to read this book and heads are going to explode. When Dick Cheney says heads are going to explode... You wonder, does that mean he's shooting them? Because yeah. that's what he does. He's competent in that uh, area. I'm not sure that, that he's going to reveal anything that we'd really like him to reveal. I doubt, for example, there's a chapter on those secret energy commission meetings with the uh, power brokers that be on the West Coast. I'd love to see that chapter, but I doubt it's going to be there. So my head might not explode from well, this book. It's coming out soon, apparently at the end of the month, but apparently some early uh, readers and reviewers have uh, <laughs> said that it's got some amazing things in it. And I even heard Colin Powell already denouncing Dick Cheney on the, the DSK thing real quick. I just wanted to remind listeners that Julian Assange, of course, who uh, was heavily involved in the WikiLeaks uh, stuff a year ago. What did they immediately do to him? They came out with a sex scandal, yep. an alleged sex scandal in Sweden. Um, makes you wonder about uh, about these things. These are old CIA tricks. Uh, and, uh, you know, as, as refreshing as it is to jump back a little bit to hear Colin Powell denounce Dick Cheney, it's about 20 years too late. Yeah. Thanks, Colin. Anyway, though. Shouldn't have showed up at the uh, UN with that uh, infamous vial of that was weapons a dis- of mass disgraceful moment. This uh, pretend anthrax could pretend kill everybody here. Now, are you scared? Well, no, I wasn't scared. Looks like uh, a cash crisis is pushing the uh, U.S. Postal Service towards uh, a need for a bailout. And, of course, there are a lot of people uh, who might like to say, oh, let it die. Mm -hmm. Why should, and you can expect the teabaggers, or, you know, thinking about the tea party, so-called, we jokingly call them teabaggers down here. I really think we should just revert to what that sort of political ideology was identified as in the early 60s and call them yahoos. I think that's a lot more yeah. uh, accurate of a term. They really are know-nothings, uh, savage primitivists who want to uh, destroy the fabric of society. I think that uh, we need to reconsider some things about the post office. Yeah. I think Saturday deliveries, for example, could be you know eliminated. Uh, I, think, I think you could even get away with like a midweek day too, Wednesdays. Sure, yeah, for Wednesdays. Instance. You know, get a. Uh, you know, have some downtime for that. But uh, the the country needs a postal service. It's not a vestige of a bygone era. It's unfortunate that the tax breaks for junk mail are so, uh, you know, generous. Uh, that means that your postal carrier ends up delivering probably, I don't know, two-fifths of what they deliver is just junk mail that goes straight in the trash, direct advertising, all that sort of thing. Those things should bear the cost of the regular delivery and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. It's uh, ridiculous that it's been allowed to uh, be structured that way. Well, and one of the ironies is that one of the beneficiaries, the people that benefit from the post post office, are actually the rural areas. Exactly. Um, And that's actually where the, quote, costs 
are incurred. You know, they have to deliver mail, for instance, in the state of Alaska with the airplanes. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but rural. by the same token, it's you know it's a great thing that I can uh, stamp an envelope here in Michigan, send it to my buddy who lives in Homer, Alaska, and for the same price that I can send a letter to Detroit, he gets that letter. And, and it was, by the way, a creation of our founding fathers. It was right. one of the first uh, cabinet posts. Uh, George Washington had four cabinet members, and the postmaster general was one of them. Yep. Uh, the postal... Um, system is actually one of America's great government services. And yes, they probably need to uh, change a few things, reform a few things um, to uh, remain solvent. But, uh, you know, I wish this country would start looking at what I call the real areas for enhancing revenue. Um, I came up with a kind of a list of some things that I really think they should start raising taxes on. How about sugar? How about junk food? How about football? <laughs> yeah, I've been saying that for a while now. Let's uh, if we if we insist on uh, having constant war, well, then we can't afford war and football. You know, it's interesting. Uh, PBS uh, Frontline had an absolutely fantastic story I thought last week about the costs of high school football yep. around the country, what it's costing uh, these kids in terms of uh, injuries, head injuries. Um, we're starting to discover that it's not just professional athletes with these head blows, but this is starting to affect young men in their 20s mm -hmm. that are coming down with uh, dementia uh, from, you know, the hundreds, if not thousands of hits to the head just from practicing yep. football. Um, how about a, a tax on campaign donations? Uh, there's too much money in politics. Why not a, a surcharge on the uh, Koch brothers and the, the way they finance and buy elections all over our country? This country can create revenue, uh, enhanced revenue, uh, very easily, and it's Congress's job to do so. And we need revenue enhancement to deal with the deficit. We don't need to be just talking about cutting spending. We need to be talking about some revenue enhancement. And um, yeah, as we've said over and over again, if a household is short on money, of course you make cuts in the spending that you will allow yourself. But the primary focus should be how can we get more money, more revenue? Mm -hmm. And so you get a second job, or yeah. you you know do something in your spare time that you know has a commercial value. Um, you don't just cut; you seek new uh, streams of revenue. Yeah, I think a tax on uh, political donations would be a fine example. That one would be even-handed because those people who say, oh, the labor unions spend all their money and they, you know, have an unfair advantage in political campaigning when we all know that... It's nine to one in nine favor to one of business. in favor of corporations, no. right. So, but it's probably hey, only gotten worse since... Uh, yeah, absolutely, but... Uh, Citizens United. Everybody would pay that tax who was donating to a political campaign. Corporations are people, too. Piped up Mitt Romney. Yeah. Um, and by the way, we'll have uh, more on Mitt Romney and uh, Rick Perry in upcoming shows. Uh, the, unintended, kinda... but I like the way you say moron Rick Perry and uh, yeah. Mitt Romney. Moron being <laughs> a word you can play both ways there. Moron, Morons galore. It's, it, it's incredible. John Huntsman, by the way, uh, is starting to distinguish himself as at least... One person, and by the way, he was the only Republican uh, 
presidential candidate, nominee, whatever, running for the nomination that uh, actually um, was in favor of raising the debt ceiling. Now, I think he did make a minor mistake at the Iowa debate by not when he, he should have raised his hands when it was a 10 to 1 ratio of uh, spending cuts to revenue enhancement. But uh, he started to distinguish himself, I think, in denouncing the far rightward drift of the Republican Party. And, of course, as more of the um, political scientists are beginning to analyze the actual makeup of the so-called Tea Party, uh, it is the Republican Party. It's not to be confused. They have the same agenda. Yes, there are some probable... uh, Ron Paul-style libertarians that may be involved in the in the whole uh, 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 scene, but uh, they're probably a distinct minority. Yeah, uh, you know, as I said, the the Tea Party is the Yahoo wing. It's the John Bircher wing. It's the fundamentalist wing. It's those guys. It's nothing new. Yeah, it's um, nothing intrinsically uh, organically. Uh, American. It's just a sort of a right-wing paranoid fantasy view uh, of politics in the world. And apparently, I, I'm re- reminded of the Barry Goldwater uh, campaign in '64. Apparently, there were some bumper stickers that went around that said, "In your in your gut, you know he's he's in right. Your heart, in your you know heart, you know right. he's right." And that was countered by, "In your in your brain, you know he's nuts." Right. So. Uh, that's kind of where we're at here. Uh, simplistic uh, rewriting of, of, of the last 40 years, quite frankly, because, uh, you know, trying to take the government back from Barack Obama and Obamacare. You know, it's it's laughable how completely ineffective John Boehner has been thus far as Speaker of the House. Um I should have written this down, but I did catch about 10 minutes a couple of weeks ago of uh, Rachel Maddow's show in which she showed that the uh, House Republicans have actually only passed seven bills of any significance. One of them was defunding NPR. Uh, and, of course, one That'll was, save lots of money. One of them was repealing health, uh, Medicare, uh, yeah. the Paul Ryan uh, bill. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a remarkable agenda. Um, I most many of the bills that actually pass Congress are ironically renaming post offices. <laughs> well, and you know, this wing of the Republican Party, it remains to be seen. There's a. Uh, I call them wing nuts, but uh, wing yeah. nuts are uh, Red Wings fans. <laughs> That's another name for uh, hardcore wing fans, yeah. Um, Don't want to get the two confused. One recent, I'm reading here from Stephanie Kirschgesner's uh, article on an upcoming Obama speech, Obama pressed to come out fighting over jobs. She writes that one recent Gallup poll showed Mr. Obama in a statistical dead heat with nearly all of the top Republican contenders for president. That's a sort of a dubious piece of uh, statistical information because once that one individual Republican candidate is named, we'll see a different response in the Gallup polls. Yeah, uh, particularly right, if it's Michelle Bachman. Yeah, there's just a lot of uncertainty right now. And how will the Republican Party function as a cohesive whole? Well, I think that they've got a lot of unfinished business uh, amongst themselves. It's a party, as we've noted for a couple of years down here now, at odds with itself, uh, sort of tearing itself apart. The, uh, you know, uh, moderate Republican, uh, 
used to be a pretty common thing, and now it's a scarce, if not entirely extinct, uh, species of political animal. So, yeah, if Michelle Bachman should be uh, deemed the Republican candidate, really, how many Republicans are going to vote for her at the end of the day? They might not vote at all, but... Uh, yeah, and I think that there's some serious questions, by the way, uh, regarding Rick Perry uh, and uh, Mitt Romney. Uh, these are presumably the two front runners. Right. Um, jobs record, because there's going to be a lot of uh, controversy and disputing about Perry's uh, job creation performance. I'd like to point out that most of the job creation in Texas that's occurred has got nothing to do with uh, Rick Perry's uh, economic ideas. Insofar as he has any real economic ideas, because he seems to be a uh, kind of more right-wing version of George Bush. Yep. I'd also historically like to point out that America has had four, uh, three presidents from Texas. They have had us successfully in war every year that they were president, except for the five weeks of 1963 following the John F. Kennedy assassination. Lyndon Johnson immediately got us into Vietnam. We don't need to beat a dead horse over uh, that, that disaster. But one important thing that people forget about George H.W. Bush, not only did he invade Panama in 1989, mm -hmm. the first year of his presidency, and uh, subsequently uh, the first Persian Gulf War, but he deployed the troops into Somalia. This yeah. is long forgotten. He did Right this at as, the tail end. He did this as a lame duck. Congress wasn't even in session. So we heard a lot of uh, rhetoric uh, recently regarding Barack Obama violating the War Powers Act regarding our involvement in Libya. And we can argue about the merits of our involvement in Libya, but it was by no means a full-scale war. The United States was involved in supporting NATO operations. Those are the facts. The amount of money we spent in Libya, by the way, is somewhere between $750 million and a billion dollars. We flew air sorties in Libya, and as I mentioned last week, uh, the American number of air sorties, I believe, was about uh, 7,600 out of the 22,000 um, other nations. Not in NATO, by the way, flew air sorties, including Qatar and undoubtedly Kuwait. But it's important to realize that a lot of the job creation in Texas over the past decade is actually the migration of young people moving to places like Austin and Dallas and San Antonio. Um, they're not going down there for the water, by the way. Apparently they're running out of water. But it's interesting that the Brookings Institute noted that um, Austin, Texas, drew the largest number of young Americans from 2007 through 2009 uh, replacing Riverside, California, which, uh, according to an article uh, from the first of uh, uh, the twelfth of January this year, um, was the most popular destination for young people in the middle of the past decade. And they also note in the uh, study that Dallas and uh, Houston and um, San Antonio were other uh, favorite destinations. Whereas, says that Houston uh, remained the fourth most popular city for migrants 
Um, so it, it's important to realize that a lot of the, quote, job creation has got nothing to do with economic ideas of Rick Perry or tax cuts or cutting regulation or calling the EPA a jobs killer. It's really about population movement. And uh, that sometimes explains uh, why uh, certain economies go down and up uh, here in the United States. Uh, some of the states, by the way, that have had uh, very aggressive anti-immigration uh, programs have seen uh, their economies suffer as people have left. Yep. Uh, this is one of the reasons, for instance, why Phoenix and Las Vegas have uh, some of the highest foreclosure rates uh, here in the United States. So the, the, the hype about Rick Perry and job creation needs to be uh, met with a certain amount of skepticism. Yeah, it's worth what noting. types of jobs? What types of jobs and what kind of pay? What it's benefits? Worth noting that these uh, jobs in Texas are amongst the lowest paid in the country. Uh, their funding for education is, I think, forty seventh out of the fifty states, and so it depends on who you ask in Texas too. And if you have a big growth in the public sector, as they did in Texas uh, throughout the, uh, the 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 naughties decade, I've always liked that. Uh, characterization of the uh, Bush era because of the influx of, of people in mm -hmm. which you have to build uh, more schools, hire more teachers, et cetera, et cetera, more police, more fire departments, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, once you start making draconian budget cuts, as the uh, Texas legislature and Rick Perry ag recently agreed to, you're going to have a, you know, a, a succeeding decline in job creation. And ironically, uh, if the... Uh, Super uh, delegate, or um, not super delegates, but this uh, this committee that's going to work on the deficit. If they don't come up with this uh, quote bipartisan agreement, then the the uh, according to the legislation, there's supposed to be 1.2 trillion dollars of automatic cuts that will occur across the board. Uh, Rick Perry is uh, an advocate of prayer. You cannot petition the Lord with prayer. <laughs> Uh, nice, nice try, Rick. But uh, I bet he's doing a lot of praying that that uh, deficit commission uh, doesn't succeed because uh, Texas gets a disproportionate amount of federal money uh, from uh, the federal government. Yep. And if you see those massive uh, spending cuts that some in the Republican Party are, are advocating as the panacea for uh, improving the American economy, how that's going to work is uh, a little unclear to me, but... Uh, Texas is uh, going to suffer more than some of the northern states. Northern states, incidentally, have been subsidizing the southern states for years in terms of tax revenue yep. that the government collects versus the amount of federal spending that they get back. And, of course, who leads the nation in uh, per capita uh, federal spending? You know, who benefits the most? The state of Alaska. So why are we subsidizing Alaska? Sarah Palin won't tell you. But, yeah, I, with but their, I will. With their uh, copious uh, oil resources and unlimited uh, natural beauty. And, uh, you know, maybe it's time for Texas to reconsider secession, which, by the way, Rick Perry once seriously yeah. talked about. Uh, technically, legally, a more treasonous act than any form of treason 
that he's accused Obama of. Or Bernanke, for that matter. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bernanke was, was another one that he was another of, target of his of, uh, uh, treasonous uh, behavior. Well, secession's treason, too, but, you know, maybe it's time to just let Texas go. He was going to say treacherous, but then he escalated the rhetoric uh, 